0: Opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio.
1: Friends, welcome, welcome to Fashion Friday. Well, it's been a fun-filled fashion week for me. And, uh, you know, I just love this. I love this time of year. I said to one of my friends, I think I flourish in this time of year. And <laughs> she looked at me. She laughed. She said, no, you're, you always flourish. I said, no, I really do. I feel very connected to this time of year, Um I don't know just on many different levels and I'm excited it's a change of season and I don't feel that way when we're coming out of winter into spring I mean I'm excited because it's a change of season but I don't feel the same I've noticed I almost feel like it's new it's new years for me and I think because the fashion world it is kind of new years kind of a new years like new beginning I guess I don't know do you get a feeling like that, Bob, with different seasons, or no? Are you just, like, ready for the next?
0: Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. No, I think I feel them all a little differently. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to think, is there one, do I feel this one differently than you? I feel it differently than you. I'm not okay. quite as in love with fall.
1: Okay. okay, But
0: I do, I kind of am glad to see the change. I like to see the change.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And maybe we're just, um, because this is what we know, this is where we've lived our whole lives, this part of the country. Um, I don't know. I can't imagine living somewhere where it was one or maybe two seasons the whole year. I know. I can't imagine that. And I remind myself of that (laughs) in the depths of winter when all I want to do is crawl into a hole and hibernate. I remind myself, remember, you have four seasons.
0: (laughs) My birthday falls in February which is probably the worst month of the year, weather-wise. I would, I would agree. So everything else is fine, <laughs> I figure, because I really want to embrace February to some degree because it's yeah. my birthday month. Yeah. But...
1: I so. share that sentiment with you. I'm a January birthday, so... Oh, very similar. But sometimes in Jan, to be fair, sometimes in January we will have unseasonably warm weather. Hmm. Not always. Every once in a while. I've I remember, gosh, it was years ago probably 10 years ago there was one year the beginning of January and I was walking on Campo Beach on my birthday and it was 70 degrees wow yeah it was uh, obviously unusual most of the time there's a snowstorm um so but you're right February is usually just bitter there's no there's yeah. no warm days it's usually just right. you're right you're right. right I know all right well so getting to my week I went to the Met So I want to share with you, I went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, I went to see the fashion exhibit, as I said I would, and I'm here to share it with you. So um, let's talk about this. First of all, the theme, I've talked about this before, but the theme is, in America, dot, 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 a lexicon of fashion, okay? So... What does that mean? Well, I wasn't sure. I thought, is this going to be all American designers? I don't know. Um, There were a lot of American designers, but there were a lot of um, designers that – so I'm not sure what classifies them. I don't know what the criteria was. But there were a lot of designers that they themselves were not American, but they design here. And they may be citizens here, but I know for a fact they're actually not born here. They may, or they may not be. I don't know, but they're. I think they're based here, and they show in New York. So I'm not. Again, I don't know what the criteria was. Cause like, um, hmm, that could be interesting. Um, anyway, so I'm going to go to the punchline first, and then t- go back and talk about it. What I loved about the whole thing was just that it was a lot of American designers. It was really good to see it. It was. Just, it felt somewhat patriotic, but not overdone. Not like you know, um, but really, really cool. I done in a such a fashionable, sort of avant garde, whimsical, all mashed together way. So it was very, very cool. What I disliked, I felt overall. I'm talking about not the theme, just the overall exhibit. Um, I was a little o- underwhelmed. I felt a little like there should have been more. Um, And not necessarily more pieces, just, uh, you know, I go every year. So compared to previous years, I wasn't really wowed by the overall exhibit. There were pieces I was certainly wowed by, but then there was a lot. I was kind of like, well, okay, I'm not sure. So... Here are the highlights because, first of all, by the way, it's worth going. Let, regardless of what I say, it is worth a trip and it is worth going. Um, you do have to have a vaccination card and your ID, just FYI. And um, obviously, everyone is wearing a mask. Um, and They certainly ask you to social distance. So I went and um, – by the way, I if you follow me on social media this particular day, um, it, it's not usually – up to time because again I confess that I don't take care of my social media I have help with that um just to give us time to kind of go through and edit you know I'm but I'm taking all the video all the content all the pictures and then I have someone that helps me kind of sort through it and put it together as I'm usually working so um if but if you follow me I did a whole story on this it it was posted It wasn't posted on the day I actually went, but it was posted a few days later. So in my stories, you could actually follow my feed. And I literally said, come with me. And I showed my feet walking to the Met. And I showed the, you know, and I kind of showed through phases. And then I showed a lot of pictures of the exhibit. It was in my stories, so it is no longer there because it only lasts 24 hours. But I'm going to try and do more things like that. So, and by the way, it's wardrobe underscore envy if you're not following. Okay, so here we go. Let's get to some highlights. I'm not going to share everything because I think it's worth going and seeing. But my favorites were, first of all, when you walk in, there is a mannequin of some sort. You go down these, um, you've got to go back behind uh, an exhibit. I think it's, it's Egypt, like Egyptian type of stuff. So you have to go in, go to the right, and you've got to go back. It's not obvious when you walk in the museum. So you go in, you pay your fee to the left, and then you go to the right, and you go back behind Egypt. And then you're kind of winding around, and then you go down a set of stairs. And when you go down the set of stairs, straight ahead on the wall is a mannequin that kind of looks like it's suspended from the ceiling. Looks like it's someone... I don't know if they're like climbing or what they're doing. I don't know. But they're wearing, they're draped really, really beautifully in what looks like an American flag. But I, it may be a dress. I don't know. I couldn't see that close. Um, but it was really, really cool, like done very, very artistic. So, and it says in America, a Lexicon of Fashion. Then you go in, and basically it's examples of the 20th and 21st century fashion sort of organized into 12 sections based on emotional qualities. So there's like these cubes, and each mannequin or form – it's not really a mannequin. Well, some are mannequins, and some are more like a fo- dress form. They look like they're kind of floating inside these little cubes, and then they have a little sign above their head that says an emotion. So the emotions are – Uh, Nostalgia, confidence, strength, desire, assurance, comfort, and consciousness. So, um, you know, overall, the exhibit is very clean and minimalist. Maybe that's why I didn't love it. I I just realized this. You know, if I'm going to an exhibit like this, this is the big Super Bowl of the fashion world. I expect more and more and more is more. I don't expect minimalism. And that's it's okay that they did it like that, but I think my expectations were higher. I think that's what it is. Very clean and minimalist. Um, so each mannequin's in this, like, white cube, and they kind of almost look like they're floating. They look like they're just kind of hanging in this little cube. And you just kind of go up and down aisles. There's kind of aisles of – yeah. And so – and there's different rooms. But, you know, I've seen different. I feel like I've seen better, so – um and, by the way, conceptually, the exhibit s- took its inspiration from Jesse Jackson's 1984 patchwork quilts. Appar- I just found this out, by the way. Apparently, it's supposed to be like a, like America's a quilt. If you think of a quilt, we're not all the same. There's lots of patches that are all different, but we're all kind of bonded together by one common thread. So that was the inspiration, and I thought, oh, okay, now I get it. Now and I get this, it.
0: This is why one of the uh, people that attended was wearing a quilt yes. as a uh,
1: Rocky ASAP. Yes. 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 Exactly. So he took it literally.
0: <laughs> Plus apparently he learned later on that one of his relations had actually made that quilt. He didn't know it oh, at the really? time. He thought it was just a a, a an older high quality quilt.
1: Right, right, right. Some,
0: I think I may have this story a little twisted, okay. but it's something like that. Was learned he learned later on.
1: Okay, yeah. all right, interesting. I it, and I found that out. I didn't know that, but I knew that that's why he wore the quilts. Mm-hmm. And again, I you know I go back to the, the what I liked and didn't like. I still didn't like it. <laughs> I felt okay. Well, that's just too literal, you know. And I thought that. Um, he, did, he obviously had something underneath. He did take it off when he went in. But I just thought, oh, there was such an opportunity. It was a missed opportunity for me. It, I th- it
0: definitely was not a piece of clothing. right. It de- did look like what it was—a right. quilt thrown over your shoulder. And
1: did you see a picture? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good. I, I, they had,
0: there was video. I saw. So, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And he went with Rihanna. That was also in something that looked like a quilt, but it wasn't. That was actually a dress, but it was very like looked like a duvet. Remind me of a black duvet. <laughs> um, but uh, again, you know, it's up to interpretation. I get it. Um, I just think that this is the moment the stage when these people have the opportunity to really do something. And I think sometimes that's where, no offense to anyone, but that's where a stylist really could could come into play and help you. And I think some people may use a stylist and maybe that's the wrong one, or maybe they don't. And they think like, oh, yeah, I got this. I'm just going to wear this quilt or whatever. I don't know if he did or not. But I think that sometimes, you know, when people really nail the look – it's 99.9% of the time, the stylist. You know, they have access to things. They have the knowledge. They have the way. Wit- so, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. But anyway. Of course,
0: some of it isn't about the look. Uh, for some of these people, it's about their statement. Statement, yes. And I think that's what you were seeing with the, with the quilt.
1: Yeah, I agree, yeah. yeah. And that's. I think that's the thing at the end of the day. For this particular exhibit or this particular the gala that takes place we're talking about now the gala that takes place um before this exhibit opens it's always the first monday in may this year it was obviously postponed uh because of the pandemic mm-hmm. but i think that that's what i want to see though i want to see not just their interpretation but i want to see and i definitely want to see something that's in line with the theme because some people don't dress to the theme at all mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, all right, well, I don't know. What's the point then, you know? (laughs) He got invited. This thing is extremely expensive. You know, take the time to really dress to it you know you have all these other events you can go to because these we're talking celebrities you know people that go to things like this all the time it's not you and i so you have all of these different events where you can wear whatever you want this is the one event i think you should dress to the theme and i think you should have the help of of someone a style expert of someone or advice and uh yes it's certainly what you feel comfortable in and your statement and your interpretation but i think it's because that's what we want to see you know it's like the the People of the world. That's what even people that are not into fashion look at these pictures. So um anyway, you know, that's my take on it. But again, I say this: go to see the exhibit. I think that um, you know, it's it's just my opinion, and I think that you know, some of my favorites I'll I'll give you right off the bat, my favorites. There's a blue, gigantic dress gigantic meaning like full ball gown with lots and lots and lots of ruffles ruffles but it's the coolest color blue it's by rodarte i actually posted a picture on my instagram stories and rodarte reposted my picture i was so flattered yeah i was so i was so flattered um one of my favorites and there was a gold michael kors evening gown that was so simple and demure yet sophisticated and then this like wool coat thrown over the shoulders and I thought oh my gosh it was just beautiful classic Michael Kors and then my other favorite was um, not even a fancy schmancy thing it was actually a coat done by Tori Birch and it was kind of um It just looked like a tweed coat with this really cool belt and giant oversized leather pockets. So the coat itself was a wool and then these big square pockets sewn on. It was exaggerated for sure. I don't know if it was actually wearable. I mean, I'm sure it could be, but I don't know who could wear that. But it just was, I I appreciate it. It almost looked like a cocoon and I think that's what I liked about it. And then Prabal Gurung also did a white gown, which I thought this was kind of fun and I understood I got... You know, the nod to his background. It was a white wrap gown and had this big sort of, um, how do I describe it? This big, like, not bubble, but this big, the wrap kind of curved around at the hip. Okay, It was like a wrap dress, but then extra fabric made this big sort of uh, funnel at the hip. And inside of it was a bouquet of flowers (laughs) at her hip. And then she had a ribbon on, like a Miss America ribbon on her uh, shoulders. And it said, who gets to be American? And this was sort of a nod to his background and how he he is a citizen now and his journey through becoming an American citizen. So I thought that was – and I knew that, so I – appreciated that and I thought it was really really cool it's a white dress with like these flowers in the dress like literally hanging off of your hip so (laughs) anyway that's those are my notes I definitely suggest go seeing it and uh I think it's I think it's worth a trip into the city and you're on the Upper East Side which is fun and pretty and lots of fun restaurants to go to afterwards all right on that note I'm gonna take a quick break when we come back I've got trendy talk let's talk trendy shoes in particular stay with us on 1490 wgch
0: fashion friday with tina is brought to you by adcorp media group a full service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing web social media and design services for local business owners at adcorp they take your business personally because they know that you do Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally. As personally as you do.
1: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, let's talk trendy and let's talk shoes, one of my favorite subjects. Um, So some trends you can predict, right? Or at least I can. Some trends carry over from season to season and sort of just gain popularity. And it's always interesting, which – because some you can't predict, but they just sort of gain popularity from season to season. They're like, well, why? We don't know. We don't really know. My theory is two things. Social media, but that's now. What about years ago when there was, there, social media didn't exist? Then it was really street style. Then it was really editors and stylists and sort of fashion influencers before there was that that phrase. Um, people on the street, I think those were the real influencers as well as the um, fashion editors. So um, I think that now, now for sure social media is, plays a big part in this. So – Here's the trends that are new, but not new. So uh, clogs, number one. Obviously not new. Clearly something from the 70s. Um, How are we seeing them? I'm seeing a lot of fleece lined. So you see the fleece kind of coming out from the, the inside. And I've seen the classic heel. I've also seen a little bit bigger heel. It's funny. This is not my favorite. However... I always look at a clog. I'll like look at it, like I wanna wear you, but you're just not high enough for me. <laughs> That's what I think in my head. And I look and I go no. And I think if I get them, I'm not gonna wear them. They're gonna sit in my closet. Maybe I'll wear them once, and then I'm gonna have buyer's remorse. I'm gonna be annoyed that I bought them. But something about them I like. I don't. Maybe it's just because they're from the '70s, and I'm. I don't know. Okay. The other one, basketball sneakers. Hard no for me. This I've been seeing everywhere, everywhere. And by the way, some girls, younger girls that wear them, look amazing. They look really cute. They look hip. They look fresh and new. But I realize it's because it's a twenty-something-year-old gal on social media with you know her midriff out and little baggy shorts or baggy pants, and she has styled it, and it's a look. So I appreciate that look.
0: Well, there's a certain way you have to walk when you wear a shoe that's got no heel like that, basically. Right. And I think sometimes some women have a nicer gait that way than when they wear heels.
1: Oh, I think you've hit the nail on the head, Bob. Yes, and opposite. Because I think I walk better in heels than I do flats. Yep,
0: I know what you're saying. I
1: don't think I walk bad in flats. I I can feel it. I can feel the way my body's positioned. Mm -hmm. I may walk faster because I'm wearing flats, or maybe not, or just differently. But when I'm in heels, I definitely feel, I don't know. I don't even know that. But you're right. Um, yes, yeah, so th- th- that's a note for me. Saturated shades, yes, I like this. Anything to do with color, I have noticed a lot of heels and flats and really beautiful greens and blues and pinks. Um, so they're kind of con- that's continuing from, from 2020. And the chunky sole knee boot, this is also a carryover from 2020, which I love, by the way. Big, big fan. So, the ch- uh, oh, also chunky loafers, so it's a, a classic. Classic old-time loafer, but with a bigger lug sole heel. So picture a lug sole boot. If you took just the sole off and slapped a, pla- a um, loafer on the top, so it's um, it's a chunky shoe. Yeah.
0: Oh, I see. Right, right.
1: Literally like a penny loafer. I got, I got
0: stuck when you talked about the boots because I saw a young woman that was tending bar at a bar I was that when she came out from behind the bar. She's wearing these knee-high red leather boots that were that sole, that that look on the bottom. Like a lug sole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's very, very dynamic. What
1: kind of bar is this, Bob? I'm kidding. It wasn't that kind.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe that was part of the, it wasn't really that kind of bar, so I was kind of surprised.
1: I see, I see. Okay. Um, Yeah, so chunky loafers, it's that lug sole look on the bottom. And then a loafer streamlined mm-hmm. loafer on top, and then last but not least, my favorite cowboy boots, Ooh. as we know so those are the shoe trends for 2021 going into 2022 and
0: um so mules aren't uh, they're not a big deal anymore huh.
1: I mean, I've mules. Yeah. You say I yeah. have seen some, but they're probably not in the forefront. I definitely have seen some mules out. Yes, mm. yes, I definitely have. They're. I wouldn't say they're not. I would just say these are more the front runners that I mentioned. Um, you know, it's, shoes are becoming like almost like denim. You know, is every is is there something that's ever not in? Not really. There's just something that's a little bit we'll see more of. That's more in the foreground versus the background, um, and. Uh, Yeah, like the chunky sole knee boot. So it's a flat boot, but it's, again, it's got um, a chunky sole on the bottom, and then it comes up to your knee. So I bought a pair of these. By the way, these, the first, I want to give credit where credit's due. Bottega Veneta is the designer that was showing these. I think they were showing them first. And obviously now there's been time. There's lots of knockoffs made, and it's trickled down. The pair I own, they are not Bottega Veneta because they're extremely pricey. I bought a pair at Zara for a fraction of the price. So um, I bought them last year when we were kind of staying at home and stuck at home and all that fun stuff. And I thought I just needed like a pick-me-up, so I bought these boots. And they actually sat in my closet for quite so. I actually didn't wear them till this season and I bought them last year because I sat there and I was kind of like oh, I don't know how I'm gonna wear them where am I wearing them I'm not sure because they're very fitted so how did I wear them this time I actually and then summer came so anyway I wore them with a skirt and they, I thought they looked really cute because it's very fitted in the shaft part the, the uh, around your leg so you can't put them over pants. They'd have to be under pants. And I thought, well, they're really cute. They need to be seen. So I wore them with a a little flared skirt, and I thought they looked great. And again, I actually wore them to the Met, and they were comfortable. I could walk in them. It was raining that day, so it was easy for me. And they were vegan leather, so I didn't mind getting them wet. It Ah. didn't matter. I could trudge around the city. I thought, oh, this was such a great purchase. And again, they're from Zara, so you know, I don't remember how much they were, but they're not expensive. So that was our that was a yes for me, and that was a good um, purchase. Um, okay, I also last but not least, I want to talk about um, what I always love to talk about. Paris Fashion Week, Milan Fashion Week, just sort of the street trends and the overall look that we saw coming out of these two. I'm not getting into the fashion and the runways yet. Maybe I'll talk about that next week. But Paris Fashion Week happened, oh sorry, Milan Fashion Week happened right after London. It was New York, London, Milan and then Paris, and I always love to go in and look at the photographs online and see what everyone was wearing, and everyone from street style to um, people in the industry and all all of the above. Here's my thought: Milan was very artistic and creative, and I definitely could see the return of color, definitely, which I'm happy about. Um, the fashion was a lot; it was a lot of like. It was combined with, it was like fashion and architecture combined. A lot of like structural things like a handbag or a coat, very clear shapes, you know, cocoon style coat or big shoulder pads that squared off your shoulders, making very arch- arch- architectural shapes. Um, which I also like because I thought, oh, that's fun and interesting. Paris Fashion Week, pictures were similar but slightly different. Paris Fashion Week, I felt like it was like more is more is more. (laughs) It's right up my street. And um, to me, there was more like bold sportswear in different colors, in different shapes and sizes. Um, Lots of bags, like bags. I just kept noticing like lots of big earrings and lots of jewelry, and the bags were ranging from like little tiny something that was like a Sherpa, kind of fleecy line, looked like you'd carry an Aspen, to something that looked like a stuffed animal, but it was a bag, to big, huge tote bags. So it was a lot of stuff going on, um, and tiny little clutches, too. Um, lots and lots of, of stuff, but lots of oversized tote bags look like, I, I think someone said to me, yeah, it looks like they could carry a whole collection in the bag. <laughs> like if they were going to see a, a runway show, they could carry the whole collection there. Um, so that was the difference between the two, Paris and Milan, and and of course, very different from New York. But always interesting because, again... There's some trends that will take off from that. There are things we'll see kind of these little micro trends that we will see that take off from different cities of street style and street wear. So kind of like to look and see ahead of time. All in all, the my, my wrap up my takeaway from all this is thank God color is back. <laughs> We're done with the beige wardrobe. You can keep a couple things for staples, um, but that's it. You, we've got it. We've got a color is it makes us happy, and I think everyone should pick a color and embrace it and wear it and try something new each season. That's what I always try to say. Um, yeah, and, and try a different shade of something. If you think you can't wear it, you you can find a shade. Trust me. And if you can't, call me. I got gotcha. you. Once again, don't forget to follow me on Instagram because I've got lot, lots more things like that where I'm happening, or, ugh, that I'm going to that's happening. Um, so it's Wardrobe Envy, wardrobe underscore Envy, on social media. All right, that'll do it for this week. Thanks for joining me. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH an attitude fellas Go,
0: go, 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 go. AM 1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Congress on Thursday avoided a government shutdown by voting to continue funding the government through December 3rd. On this vote, the yeas are 65, the nays are 35, the 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the bill is passed. The House approved the measure earlier in the day with a 254-175 vote.